Hello, I'm Lydia Shampola, and welcome to another episode of the Creepy Tech Podcast. This week, we are going to do a deep dive into data brokers. Let's discuss how information brokers collect, buy, sell, and use your data and activity. Let's jump right in. According to published definition, a broker is a person or firm that buys and sells goods or assets for others. Brokers arrange or negotiate a settlement, deal, or plan. Now, most of us are familiar with the term broker when applied to industries like the stock market. Stockbrokers have been working to assist individuals and companies with managing their money, providing financial advice, or executing their transactions. As new industries and technologies are created, we start to see existing services being applied in new and creative ways to meet newly created demand. In this case, the need for massive amounts of data created an entirely new job for brokers. In 2014, the Federal Trade Commission released the Data Brokers A Call for Transparency and Accountability report. This report examines and makes findings and recommendations with respect to the practices of data brokers, companies whose primary business is collecting personal information about consumers from a variety of sources and aggregating, analyzing, and sharing that information or information derived from it for purposes such as marketing products, verifying an individual's identity, or detecting fraud. At the time, policymakers were concerned about the fast-paced emergence of a new type of technology, as well as the lack of transparency in how private or intimate consumer data was handled within these new companies. This wasn't the real beginning for data brokerage companies. What mattered was that their business practices had just caught the attention of not only the FTC, and policymakers, but also the mainstream media and eventually us. All of us had just received a front row ticket to the wild, wild west of data brokerage. Now, jumping ahead to an article from 2020 on webfx.com, it stated that, quote, today there are over 4,000 data brokering companies worldwide. Axiom, one of the largest, has 23 servers collecting and analyzing consumer data. Data for 500 million consumers worldwide and up to 3,000 data points per person. And that's just one company. This data contains information like, number one, information collected by tracking cookies. So I already covered this in season one. Um, You can listen to that episode on any podcast app. And then number two, website and email beacons. These are single pixel images that track your behavior on any websites or emails sent or received and a few other places. They collect information on what you click on anywhere. Number three, browser fingerprinting. These are the use of special scripts, essentially code, that websites run to keep track of the type of browser you use, the default language used, as well as any other software that you may have installed on your device. Now, one interesting thing about your browser fingerprint is that there is currently no way for you to fully delete your fingerprint. Number four, The Financial Post also mentioned that data brokers mine data from, quote, social media profiles, cell phone tracking, and offline milestones like marriage certificates, property deeds, driving records, and even court cases, end quote. These are the moneymakers in the information industry. And that's not all. Basically, any service, app, or location that you visit creates a data point about you, and these brokers want to collect, buy, sell, or use this data to help them make more money as quickly and as easily as possible. One main selling point that I'm sure we've all heard is that 
the data these companies collect is anonymized, and since it's anonymous, we shouldn't really care, right? Well, in 2019, Natasha Lomas wrote an article explaining that, quote, researchers from two universities in Europe have published a method that they say is able to correctly re-identify 99.98% of individuals in anonymized datasets with just 15 demographic attributes, end quote. Lomas cites that additional studies were performed that showed how easy it is to re-identify individuals from the anonymized data collected from them. The researchers from the 2019 study decided to also release the code that they used for their study so that others could reproduce their results. And for those who want to test it out for themselves but don't want to use the actual code, they actually created a website where you can enter in the information and see how likely it is that the data you enter can identify you. And I have that linked on the website if you guys are interested. I went ahead and I tested out the website by entering three data points of my own, my date of birth, my gender, and my zip code. And based on those three points, it looks like there is a 55% chance that my answers could identify me. They also state that based on that percentage, quote, other people have, on average, 83% chance of being correctly re-identified, making you much less unique than the rest of the U.S. population, end quote. As their study stated, When they have 15 data points or attributes, they were able to re-identify an individual 99.98% of the time. More attributes means that there's a higher chance of picking you out of the bunch. Most companies ask for the basic four data points, right? So they ask for your name, your date of birth, your gender, email address, or phone number. Just based on the three that I entered previously in my experiment, I had an 83% chance of being correctly re-identified. So an additional data set or data point would just increase that percentage. Another question that came up is whether or not our devices actually listen to the things that we talk about. Because a lot of people have been posting about, oh, they haven't searched for something, but they recently just had a conversation about this so-and-so product, right? And within 24 hours, they started seeing advertisements about that. And I've been really interested in this topic for a while now. So back in April of 2019, I saw a a tweet posted by Scarlett underscore X Roads that inspired my first experiment to test whether or not our devices are actually listening to our conversations. A few days later, I also asked if anyone else out there could try it out and to let me know what happened. So the tweet stated, quote, I yelled into my phone, I'm pregnant for five minutes on Sunday to see which apps would start advertising baby things. Definitely not pregnant, zero babies in my sphere, didn't get any ads, but just received these free formula samples in the mail, which is creepier, end quote. That same afternoon around 3 p.m., I decided to go ahead and test it out myself and see what happens. For my experiment, I selected a service that one, I cannot afford, and two, a service that I've never searched for or viewed any content connected to the service, and three, I don't even follow anyone who uses this service. That afternoon, around 3 p.m., I repeated the following phrase every half hour or so, and then I would put my phone away. The phrase was, quote, I really need a maid to come clean my place. This is just too much, end quote. By 2.21 a.m. on April 20th, 2019, I received the first advertisement on my Facebook slash meta showing a business named Top Dust with the headline, How I Started Outsourcing My Messes. 
in the description of, here's how the Uber of cleaning services works. These days, I barely find time to make my own bed. The results that others sent me or posted on the tweet slash Facebook post that I created also had similar results to Scarlet underscore X Rhodes and myself. One person actually received samples of baby formula in the mail, while another individual started receiving and kept receiving advertisements for NyQuil. I've posted these screenshots to my website as well, just in case you guys are interested. Uh, Feel free to try this experiment out and let me know what happens. I'm really interested in knowing if this is actually a thing. After the experiment, I was curious to see if there was anyone else out there trying to figure out whether or not the data collected includes recordings of our day-to-day lives. A quick search produced the following from an article on Norton.com. Yes, the antivirus company. Um, (laughs) The article stated that, quote, yes, your phone is listening to you to an extent, and namely through virtual assistant apps, that is, end quote. When asked whether it's legal, the article states that, quote, yes, it is legal for phones to listen to you. That's because we often give consent for our phones to listen to us when we accept terms and conditions of software updates or app downloads, end quote. What if you no longer want your life to be a set of data points used to market to you? Well, there are a few things that you can start doing, but keep in mind that these are things that you will have to continue doing and they won't completely stop your data from being collected. These things will just start to reduce the amount of data companies can accurately collect from you. Also, if you're a person whose work relies on customers finding you or your services online, then you should also know that taking these steps to minimize your footprint can and will affect your ability to work. So, your options. Number one, delete or deactivate all accounts for shopping, social networks, and web services. Yes, all of them. If you can't delete completely, only deactivate, then make sure to replace all of your personal information in that account with fake information. That means fake name, fake date of birth, fake addresses, email addresses, phone numbers, and also delete the posts or comments and messages that you've made in that account. Once you change the email address and password, you will no longer have access to that account. So make sure you do that last. Number two. Search for all of the ways your information pops up online. You'll then need to manually request removal of your data from the sites that you don't want sharing or selling it. This one is super time consuming. I actually started this process towards the end of 2021 and it made a huge difference in reducing things like the number of spam emails that I do receive. Number three, delete all old email accounts and create a spam or online shopping email account that you only use for non-important matters. Number four, change your privacy settings everywhere to restrict as much as possible. Number five, if there is information you really don't want to pop up, you can actually ask Google for help. There is a right to be forgotten form that you can fill out. The right to be forgotten was established in May of 2014 in the European Union, giving individuals the right to ask Google to delist certain results related to their name. Keep in mind that Google reviews these requests on a case-by-case basis, and I've actually linked that form on the website as well. Number six, start using a VPN all of the time and please make sure it's a paid VPN plan. You'll have to also dig a little bit to research just how much data the VPN company is collecting about you and whether or not they store it, where they store it, where they're located. All of those things are things that determine what they do with your data or what they can do with your data. There are a bunch of other things that you would need to 
do continuously to make sure that you aren't giving away your information for free. Um, I've linked a bunch of resources for you on the website, just in case you guys are interested in doing that. All right, that is all I have for you this week. If you find information that you would love to share with me, please feel free to message me what you found either email, DM on socials, or you can actually leave me a voice message on the Creepy Tech Anchor page. As always, if you have a quick moment, head over to the Apple Podcast app and leave me a review or let me know what you'd like me to cover this season. You can follow me on IG at tech underscore creepy and on Twitter at tech creepy. You can find the links I mentioned in the episode on my website, elshampola.com. Tech, 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 tech,